Welcome to the Courtney Turner Podcast. I'm here today with Steve Stern, the flag shirt man himself. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic and I'm glad to be on the show. And you know, it's theflagshirt.com. We've been in business 69 years. Uh, a lot of people ask me questions um, about the flag shirt. How did it get started, et cetera, et cetera. One of the things I did with the flag shirt is as people were buying, I would call as many as I could. And they would say, well, nobody ever calls anybody to thank them for their order. And I would say, well, that's why I'm still in business, because I care about my customer. And then you start speaking to them and you find out that 90 percent of the people that wearing our type shirts are Republicans because they care about our country. They're very patriotic. And unfortunately, patriotism has gone down from about 63 percent down to 39 percent. So, you know, I try to bring that information up and we try to restore this patriotism that we got to have. And we see more and more of our shirts at all these events. And one of the things that we do is we work on precinct strategy and election integrity to get people involved. So I'm going to tell you a little story about how I started and why I've been successful because of people, a lot of people, especially Bannon, when I get on his program, he says, hey, this 82-year-old guy usually says 80, but then he gets, he says, oh, I remember you're 82. He said, "We time goes by fast. So he says, this 82-year-old guy has more energy than anybody else. And I said, well, look, I'm going to tell you how I got started when I was 12 years old. Uh, I wanted to go to see the, I was born in Brooklyn and I wanted to see the Brooklyn Dodgers play and I had 25 cents in my pocket. So I borrowed $20 from my dad and I bought a box of greeting cards because I figured I'd be a great salesman and sell the greeting cards in my building. Well, I went out to sell the greeting cards and I knocked on doors and I went to zero and I, and I was, I came home and I started crying to my dad and he said, anybody could cry. I want you to just go do it. So he, he said, do it. And that's the old Nike thing. Just go do it. So yeah. I went next door and I knocked on the lady's door and it was Mrs. Smith. And um, I said to her, look, my dad won't let me back into the apartment until I sell some boxes of greeting cards. And she said, ah, you're kidding me. I said, no, I'm going to sit out here until I, till you open the door. It could take me six, seven hours. But about a half an hour later, she opens the door. She invites me to sit down and have some milk and cookies. And I listened to her story. And, you know, I spent 30 minutes and she realized that I'm a good listener. So. I listened to her and she was kind of, you know, she was, um, her husband had died a couple of years ago. She was lonely and she was happy to speak to somebody. So I listened. And when I got finished, she says, you're a very nice young man. You didn't give up. I'm going to buy 10 boxes of greeting cards. So she bought 10 boxes of greeting cards. I still had 10 to sell. I said, well, this is great. I'm going to go in the apartment building and sell the rest of this cards. Well, I backed on doors, didn't do it. I went back home and about two hours later, my dad said, you know what? The lady next door had 26 of her friends call and said, you're a nice young man and we want to buy greeting cards. So I went out and sold all the greeting cards. I oversold them. I said, I got to order more and got them more. And the, the, the story is you don't give up. So how did I get on all these programs and how did I get to see President Trump, who you see in the background? We're going to tell you the whole story. You just don't give up. If somebody says, no, we can't get you to him, you find the person that can get you to him. So what happened was I was watching Steve Bannon on um, on TV, and I saw a guy named Dan Schultz get on, and he brought up his book, and this is a copy of his book, mm-hmm. and how to get involved in the Republican Party. Right. And if you go to www.precinctstrategy.com, you can get involved, because in every state it's different. I'm going to tell you some of the states and what's happening in these things, and the Republican Party has 400,000 slots. The Democratic Party has 400,000 slots. I don't know how many they got involved, but we have 200,000 people involved. Now, you would think that's great, but if we got 60 million Republican voters and we only have 200,000 people involved, that's why the Democrats are eating our lunch, because they're working hard at it. So Dan and I got about 
20, 30,000 people involved and over the last three years. And I've been on many, many shows talking about it. And what I usually do, and if any of your people that are watching would like to get involved, and I'm going to tell you a lot of things. So get out your camera. I'll get out and hopefully you can see this. You can go to info at the flagshirt.com. You can go to stern1054 Gmail, or you could call me at 954-318-6902. Now, I will answer quick. However, I'm only going to be here for a few days and I'm going on vacation. So I may have to get you back later because my wife refuses to let me bring my phone on the vacation. So if anybody wants to call you, they'll call my wife. So after, you know, five years of doing this, um, I'm going to take a little break. My fiance is going to be very jealous when he hears this because he keeps talking about how we need a digital detox. And by that, he means me. So, yeah, (laughs) I get it. You always need a little rest because, you know, you can only do this so long before all of a sudden you burn out. Now, under three years that we're doing this and being on hundreds of programs and podcasts, uh, everybody wants to get me on to spread the message. Because, you know, when people get on, they tell you how bad this is and how bad that is and how bad this is. And there's no results. So we're living in a country that is going down the tubes. And I saw, as you see in the background, you see President Trump here with me. Uh, this was two days before the last election. I went up to see him. It took me a long time to get an appointment. It took me three months. Uh, one was canceled, but they finally got me in. And on the night that I was up there, it just so happens that we coordinated an effort uh, with Tom Trento and Tom uh, Homan on the border. Uh, we had a fundraiser there, and we also presented President Trump with a uh, with a nice award for everything he did for Israel. So this is kind of like talking about what's happening in Israel now when we got Biden here. You know, when when President Trump was there, he did everything for Israel. And Biden is kind of like, uh, you know, between Iran and every place else. And we know we got Obama behind the scenes calling the shots. So we don't know what's going to happen. So anyway, when I saw him, he had uh, President Trump. He was very nice. And I'm going to tell you in a year before 1981, I got a beautiful letter from President Trump telling me, you know, happy birthday and everything that I was doing. I've read it on a many, lot of many programs, but because of a limited time, I won't go through that. But it was one of the nicest things that ever happened to me. So when, it, when I asked him if he would talk about uh, getting people involved at his rallies, he said he would do it. We had Liz Harrington there, who's helped me quite a bit. She flew in just for this meeting. And we had six of his secretaries. And we had my wife and my grandson. Everybody heard him say he would do this, but he hasn't done it yet. So we're taking another approach. But also during this meeting, he asked me what I thought about the election. And he actually endorsed one of my candidates at the at this particular meeting, which is unbelievable because two days before an election. And it was a guy who probably wasn't going to win because he was in Vermont. And it's very difficult to win in Vermont. His name was Mm -hmm. Malloy, very close with his wife, Stacey Malloy. And we worked together in getting things accomplished. So. He said to me, I, uh, the president, I know you do a, a podcast on um, uh, precinct strategy because the president did endorse it. And we have a lot of people endorse it. Mike Lindell endorsed it, General Flynn, who's actually a committee man. So we got a, we did a um, podcast on election integrity. And we've had some of the biggest names around on it. We've had uh, Michelle Swinnick, who you know, she's out in Arizona. We've had Joe Von Pulitzer, Cleta Mitchell, Mike Lindell, uh, Linda Sinkowitz, um, Many, many, many people. And how we did that, we, we just call everybody and ask them, who's the best in election integrity, election security? We changed it to election security because there is no, uh, you know, it, it, it just, we need to get security in the election. So, Linda yeah, said, so when you say non-integrity, what, what do you mean by uh, that 
in security over in well, security means that you know that the election is fair that mm-hmm. people aren't voting that are dead people aren't voting that have seven uh, ballots people aren't voting if they live in new york and they're voting both in new york and vermont and or new hampshire okay. so we see many of these things on there and you know there are there are things that we're doing that uh, that are getting that are getting things done for election um prevention fraud we got a lot of names for it and one of the things are Linda Sinkowitz has an operation, which she started about two years ago, taking people off the voter rolls permanently because they can take people off the voter rolls, but they put them right back on. So you have to you have to spend a lot of money taking. Yeah. It's so silly because nine states have never taken anybody off the voter rolls. That means if we go to California, there could be 100,000 dead people on the voter rolls. So I have heard from people where they got seven ballots. Um, mm-hmm. Tyler Boyer, who on um, uh, X showed that he got seven ballots and he's in Arizona. Tyler Boyer is part of Turning Point USA, which I'm working with Charlie Kirk and trying to get the young people involved. And we got a girl named Gianna Sixto, who's out of Miami, who's a field rep. And, you know, because I'm older, I certainly want to get the younger people together. And we had um, we had just came I just came last week from a YR meeting, which is the young Republicans. Mm-hmm. And in Broward County, we had only 15 young Republicans two years ago. We now have 80. So that means that the people are getting together. So when they are on the young Republicans, we get them involved in the Broward Republican Executive Committee. So what do you do when you become a committee man and committee woman? You attend the meetings. Mm-hmm. You get candidates elected. That's your most important thing. Get candidates elected. You sign up voters. Florida went from 100,000 Democrats up to plus 659,000 Republicans. Think about that. Yeah. Where are they all coming from? Well, they right. come from the states. They're coming from people that we signed up that yeah. are sitting home doing nothing and never voted before. So this is important in every state. Now we're working with the Republican Party and getting poll watchers. We have 60,000 poll watchers. Um, one of the girls who's the head of that organization for election integrity is going to be on our Zoom meeting in November, which everybody's welcome to come on. Again, we'll show my information if you'd like to come on it. She's going to tell you why we need another 60,000 uh, poll watchers and poll workers. Because we only had 60,000. There's 120,000 um, precincts. So, you know, where they vote. So if we don't cover those, we're going to be in trouble. So there's a lot going on more than people realize. Because a lot of people in Arizona say, hey, we don't want to vote. Our vote doesn't count. Well, if you don't vote, for sure they're going to win. If you and vote. I have to tell you, I hear that constantly. So Gen X and the millennials are very, very involved in a movement for, to have people not vote. So I think that they, they need to understand that that's not that's not going to be helpful. I, you know, what I always say is uh, just because uh, like if a crime is happening, looking the other way is not going to stop it from happening. <laughs> you know, well, if a bear is coming to chase you just because you pretend it's not there does not mean you're not going to get eaten. So 100 percent. Well, it's happening because, you know, in Virginia, they got an election now and they've had more people vote early than other before. That's another thing that I, just my personal opinion, I've spoke to a lot of people and I've always said this, why would you want to wait for election day to vote? Because look what can happen. It could rain, it could snow, it, you could be sick. Your employer says you can't vote today because you've got to work today. Many, many things can happen. So I'm telling everybody, hey, vote early. If you have to send in an application, you know, put it in. Sure, you can vote on election day if you want, but let's face it, in many areas, they got two weeks of early voting. So you don't have to stand on line for two hours. Now, a lot of people say, well, a lot of Democrats are going to know how many votes you got, but we're going to have less votes, 10 percent 
less people vote in Arizona because, you know, when the machines broke, they didn't wait online. They went home. So we lost 10% of the vote. We lost by 6%. So if that 10% would have voted, we had to do. So Michelle Swinnick works in Arizona. She works with me on a lot of our Zooms. And she started with me, saveyourfreedom.com. That's www.savemyfreedom.us. And it's very important to go there, www.savemyfreedom.us. That is things that are helping us to get rid of the machines. We need a lot of people to support her because she's quit her job. She's working 12 hours a day on getting this done. She's on Brighty on TV and very important. So what else did, have we done lately? We have started a uh, something very important. Uh, I'm on the board and it's called DrainTheSwampUSA.com. That's DrainTheSwampUSA.com. And why that's important is because we're getting candidates to support them. And, you know, a lot of candidates go out and they try to raise money. And when they hire somebody, the person they hire gets 80% of the money. Well, mm -hmm. this pack will support you. We already have a thousand candidates from all over the country. But even more, we have leaders in the country that are giving us information that is happening all the time. So I'm going to be on a show later this week, and they've asked me to come up with uh, – what are the um, results of precinct committee men in a lot of states? How many more people have we had? So I'm calling all my people. And why? how do we have all these people? Well, I'm going to tell you a story. Bannon calls me one time and he says, look, I want to get people that have success stories in every state. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, you know, I just can't pull the numbers out of the thing. So I had to get Dan Schultz's list, which he gave me. I called those people. And not a lot of those people weren't leaders. You know what I mean? They were just people that... Were, had, were in, so I had to find the leaders in every state. It took me days, months, but I did. It. And and just to give you a couple examples, one of our first people was Sue O'Sullivan in Massachusetts. Now, Massachusetts is the worst state in the world because it's so blue and they're so criminal there. It's unbelievable. So right. she just talked to me earlier today, and they have 700 new people working for um, committee men, committee women, 700. When she started, there was she opened up. 14 new county committees there. So think about this. They never even had county committees that were available in a lot of these precincts. So yeah. there was nobody working. Now she started that and she became a chair and she has worked hard. And she told me today that 700 people over the last six months volunteered. Well, that's super phenomenal because how bad it is in Massachusetts. Now in New Jersey, which is another blue state, we have a My girl. home state. Yep. Your home state. So you want to know Liz Nader and you want to get together with her because she is the woman of the year. I was I she has every year she has a um uh, uh org, an organization come through and a seat at the table and she invites people up to speak in front of them, which I did last year. And what she did was she got together with a radio guy and she opened up a club called Common Sense Club about a year and a half ago with 10 people. They now have 130,000 people in the club. So okay. what they're trying to do is he's trying to run for governor there, and they've established a, pat, a number of people, 130,000, a lot of people to help. So if you have zero and you go to 130,000, you could see in a blue state how important it is to, to get those people. So where else do we have success stories? So Bannon has put on about 20 of them over a couple of years, but then he stopped, and now he wants to do it again because okay. he sees how important it is. So we have a lady in California. She called me about five months ago, Tina yeah. Celine. And she said, Steve, I saw you on Bannon. I need help in California. Well, I had to drop everything I was doing. I've spent six weeks talking to the people in California. We started, she gave me 
name after name. Every day she flips a name into my phone. I call them up. We now have 150 people and have 10,000 people in different organizations. Because in California, there are there are only state county committees, which are small, and they only allow a certain amount of people in. So therefore, and they are all establishment rhino people. So mm-hmm. out of all these committees, we have maybe five that have MAGA people in. So we're working on getting those people in. But we now have all these organizations on the side that are working to, you know, to get MAGA people involved. And we have tons of candidates that are running against these woke Democratic guys that are trying to kill this country. If you go to San Francisco, you might as well not go to San Francisco because it isn't a city anymore. It's just it's just filthy. It's got, you know, crime all over the place. And this, I've heard on TV over just recently, um, Maryland, many of the cities, New York, you see what's happening. The police don't even want to arrest anybody. In, in Maryland, they just came out. We can't even arrest the people. They can go out and do certain stuff and we can't arrest them. We take them juveniles home and we give them to their parents. They could have committed a crime for $10,000 or hurt somebody. Nothing had happened. And the police are afraid to, to get involved because they're the ones that get arrested themselves for doing all these crazy things. So yep. they're scared and they can't get new people. So now we got a guy in Texas, Robert West. He started a five-star plan. Now, why I like him so much? He got a thousand people involved. He's got okay. this book that's out. And also he drove eight hours to get 16 people involved. Now, how many people do that? So when I get on TV, I try to talk about these people because they nobody ever hears about them. So right. how important it is. Now in Connecticut, a guy called me up. He says somebody wanted me to call you. Fantastic. His name is Dominic Lombardi. He's actually going to be in my office Friday. He's from Connecticut. He's 20 years old. Uh, one of one of Trump's people are going to you know introduce him to President Trump here on tomorrow when they have a big fundraiser, and um, he's going to run for chair in Connecticut of one of his county committees. So here we have a twenty year old guy running for that. So I think that's super phenomenal. Yeah. Then we have we have in West Virginia Teresa Howell, West Virginia. Why was I interested in West Virginia? Because we have a Democrat as senator. Now, that's a red, West Virginia is a red state. Why right. do we have that? So we got to change that. So it took me three three years to find MAGA people in West Virginia. And this girl is running for office and she got me 100 MAGA people. Now in Pennsylvania, met a guy, David Penn. He's got a big fire company. We've been involved in that. He has his own podcast. He's getting people involved. I, I introduced him to, to Lindell, who's about 20 minutes away. So I introduced I interviewed Mike Lindell the other day and I said, hey, you got to get involved in Minnesota. It's your home state. I mm-hmm. said, you know, they're, they're they're cremating you because, you know, you know what's happening to him. The poor guy is almost destitute here now because he spent $60 million on trying to help us. And they I knocked know. him out. Of, you know, I'm in business. He's in business. They knocked him out of 80 box stores. He lost probably $100 million worth of business. Sure, the people have come together for him. But in the meantime, when you lose all that business that you've ordered, you got to sell off your inventory almost at cost. You know, to to help that. So now in, in Michigan, which is another red state, we got a guy named Joe Welch. He's got thirty four hundred people involved. And, you know, I was happy. I was out at um, Clay Clark's event in Nevada and I met a guy and um, I was standing there in front. Of, he he had a booth um, uh, in there at, and his name um, uh, is uh, Bodine. Uh, first name, Paul Bodine. And. As I was standing there talking to him, I said, well, why did you have a booth? He says, well, because we want to get people involved. And boom, that right away, I said, wait a minute, we haven't done that before. Mm-hmm. So I stood there and interviewed for a half an hour all the women and men that were coming up and said, hey, we want to get involved. And I asked them, hey, 
why don't you know there's a Republican? Well, we know there's a Republican Party, but we didn't know there was an organization. So now I, I understand that. So just to let you know, you were with me in, in this thing uh, at Clay um, Clark. Here's some of the cards. We had 400 people sign up. We had a booth for the Republican Party there. So every place that you have an event, they should have a sign up for the Republican Party because people do want to get involved and a lot of them don't know how to do it. So you have to learn every day. You got to learn new things. So every podcast I'm on, everywhere I'm at, I learn new things. So I learned a very good thing that I want to share with everyone. Two good things that I share okay. with everyone that I think are very important. The first one is uh, I was on a podcast with Cleta Mitchell. I try to get on every Friday to listen. And I'm always doing three things at one time. I've got four screens. I got two TVs. I got four phones. And there's always something happening. So I, I normally, you know, have one ear on this and one ear on that. And I said, heard this guy speak. And I said, wait a minute. I turned everything off. I got to listen to this guy. And who this guy is, Dr. Robert Epstein. And mm. I listened to him. Then I got him on my podcast. Then I flew out to San Diego to have breakfast with him. And as I was having breakfast with him, I texted Bannon. I said, um, do you know Dr. Robert Epstein? And he says, I want him on the show tomorrow. The guy's a genius. So what he did, he's a Democrat. Mm-hmm. That unfortunately his wife got killed because yeah. of what he's doing. He lost half his family because they won't talk to him, half his friends, because yeah. he's showing how Google swayed the election between yep. two and five million votes. So we're talking about how the election was stolen. And here's two to five million votes that the independents switched over to Biden because they listened to Google tell him that, you know, Biden was the guy they should vote for. So yep. he's 11. Well, today he told me he had to, I spoke to him this morning. He had 12,000 people working for him. So we need to we need to help. Him. So then there's another guy that I work very closely with, and that's uh, uh, Colonel John Mills. You may know Colonel John Mills. He just wrote a new book, his new book. Uh, Colonel, Colonel Mills is on every program that's possible to get on. Uh, okay. He and I work very close together. I get him on podcasts. He gets me on podcasts because he has a message. He knows what's happening on the, on the military side, you know, right. because he was in the military. He knows what's happening. He just came back from Panama to let everybody know that the Chinese have camps down there. So we try to let everybody know what's happening. You know, how many people don't know that we got 10 million people coming into this country? When you think about this, if there's a war in Israel, you know that there have been numerous terrorists come through the border because you can't stop everybody. They're letting everybody in. So how do I know when a guy comes in, he's a terrorist or he's not a terrorist? So we got to be on the lookout. So how stupid can these congressional people be that they can't close the border? They don't even talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I said, well, we can't come to a conclusion. Well, something's wrong about that. And there's something wrong with the 100,000 people that died from fentanyl. Why aren't the mothers and fathers? If I had a kid that died from fentanyl, I'd be on your show saying that, hey, why aren't they stopping the fentanyl coming from? So it's unbelievable what's going on. And, you know, I know you have a couple of questions, so I always talk so much that I'd like to let them know. But before I do that again, if there's anybody that would like to get in touch with me because I am leaving, go to sstern1054 at gmail.com. Also today, we have a couple of things I'd like to put out. One of our famous guides that are helping us is yournews.com. You always need somebody to help you. Yournews.com will put your podcast on there. They have a lot of live podcasts. He shares the news. They got millions of people reading it. And it's very important. Another thing that's important I'd always like to miss is we have a guy, votefindout.org. Have you ever heard of Johnny V? So Johnny V has an app that if, uh, if you are at a, an election place and you see something going on wrong, you put it right in there. 
The other thing is, if you want to get involved with the Trump campaign, I work very closely with them. Again, email me or text me. We'll get you involved with the campaign. I do not work with the campaign. I just help them because there's just not enough time in the day to do everything. So I want to leave before we leave with the program. I want to answer any questions you might have because I talk too much. <laughs> uh, no, you, you you didn't talk too much at all. That's why you're here is uh, so that you can talk. Um, I I just listening to you talk. I'm like, I, I wish you could have met my father. You guys have so much in common. My dad had seven TV screens in his room. <laughs> so he used to, and I remember the, the newspaper actually came in when I was a little kid because he had three back then. Um, but they came and did like a whole write up on him. And I used to ask him, like, how do you watch all this? And he said exactly what you said. He's like, well, one year, listen to this. He would have an earplug for one year, a different one for the other. And then you'd be watching the other. And then when he had four, it was kind of like a periphery thing. But of course, then it became seven. He also read uh, seven newspapers a day. Um, and he also wanted to get uh, Dodgers tickets. He bargained with his uh, parents because he had decided that he was an atheist as a like when he was like eleven. But they wanted him to have a bar mitzvah, and he said that he would do it if they if he gave him Dodgers tickets, Brooklyn Dodgers tickets to do. There you it. go. We must have a lot of common. I had one of the biggest Dodger collections. I tried to give it to my grandkids. Nobody really wanted it, so I sold it all off. But we have we were in the Wells Fargo annual report because. Of, I'm going to be celebrating next year my 70th year in business. Now, you don't find a lot of people in business 70 years. No. And we're going to have a big event here in my office uh, for a lot of the people that helped us through the years. Um, you know, I did a lot of business with J.C. Penney, uh, uh, and I was very lucky because, you know, I found an item called Banded Bottom Shirt that I developed for, through a fellow that, you know, kind of, you know how you go someplace and God taps you on the head and says, hey, this is what you got to do. Well, I was in Texas. And I was looking in a men's show and this guy comes out to me and he says, son, what are you looking at? And I'm looking at these shirts, just like you see in the back. Mm -hmm. They were they were banded bottom shirts. So a banded bottom shirt would have been your father, grandfather. It's got a band on the bottom so you don't have to tuck your pants in. And you know how you see people with suspenders? Yeah. So they wear this type of shirt with that. So we're the largest in the world. And the gentleman came out and said, I own half of Laguna Beach. I want to retire. I'm 80 years old. I want to live my life and enjoy it. J.C. Penny puts a lot of pressure on me. I was 18 years old. He says, go to Penny's, buy these shirts, put your label in it. And then I'm sure somebody's going to come to you. They did. Two guys from Penny's came from Pompano. They said, this is just what we're looking for. And that started the story of me selling them 14 million a year for 44 years. And I developed a whole line of shirts for them, which I'm very proud of doing. Yeah. But this banded bottom shirt, after Penny's kind of went bankrupt and they said they wanted to do younger, which put them into bankruptcy pretty much. We went to Sears, you know, what happened to Sears. Mm -hmm. Then we went to Kohl's, and now Kohl's is faltering a little bit. So we do this ourselves with the www.bandedbottom.com. We're the largest in the world with that. We're the largest world with our flag shirts because we have everything from earrings to umbrellas to wallets to, you know, belts to everything under the sun. It's just not a couple of shirts. It's expansive. It's it, people. We have socks. We have everything under the sun where you can enjoy. And, you know, everybody that sees me always says, where'd you get that shirt? I said, well, look behind me. That's our shirts. So <laughs> it's very, uh, you know, whenever I go to a meeting, because I just went out to lunch here today before I came on the show and a guy came up to me and he said, hey, where can I get those shirts? And I said, well, you must be a Republican. He said, yes. Yeah. So I flipped out my card, my Republican card, as you can see here. I yeah. gave him a card. They said, well, maybe you want to get involved. So just to let you know, our chairman passed away from the Broward Republican Executive Committee. On Monday, we had an election and I made 200 phone calls for the guy who won, and um, he was the vice chair. So this November, I'm going to run for the vice chair. 
So I'm going to add another thing to my thing because I was the membership chair there one time. We had the uh, group up to 500 people. Now it's down to 250 because what happens is you get new people in and they all have different ideas. But my guy who won, Chris Marino, who's one of the best that I've ever come across, the guy works like me seven days a week, night and day. We've worked together for four months prior to this election, and we will turn Broward County red. Uh, Broward County is the only county in Florida that is blue, and we yep. we want to get it red. And we're seeing more and more Republicans come in. Uh, we have a lot of Hispanics. You know, Hispanics are turning from Democrat to Republican, and it's up to the Republican Party to turn a lot of these people. Now, we do have a problem in the Republican Party. We got rhinos, establishment, and we have um, MAGA. So we're fighting all over the country to get the MAGA in. And in uh, Massachusetts, they just told me that they're going to have a state committee meeting and they're going to get 80 percent of the people in this MAGA where they have 80 percent rhinos. So, you know, things are happening all over the United States. I want to thank you for having me on. I always end up with action, action, action. Yeah, uh, I always lose my voice at the end of the day. So we'll give you one last question and we'll close her up. All right. Yeah. So my, my last question is really just about. Uh, the future and, of course, the the upcoming election. So we now have uh, we have a lot of candidates in the Republican uh, who are going for the primary. And then we, of course, have uh, now Bobby Kennedy going independent. And uh, I, I'm just curious what you see uh, coming up. And also, I'll add on to that, if, uh, you know, if we were to get, I, I'm sure, you know, you're, uh, based on what you're saying, you're supporting uh, Trump. Do you think that, he really because it does seem you were talking about the like we have the the rhinos, the establishment. I think, you know, a lot of people would argue that we do have what looks like kind of a uniparty that is answering to a higher up uh, more, you know, an entity. I call them the parasite class, but people who are really vying for a global governance uh, type body. And it seems like they are they have a lot of influence over what's going on in our government. And it's not just uh, the federal apparatus. They they've infiltrated quite a bit locally as well. So we, I, hear, all, I, we hear all these stories, you know, how they want to have Mexico, Canada and the United States as one government. You know, as well as I do, that every country is never going to agree with every other country. So all this stuff is ridiculous and mm -hmm. a waste of time. And what's what's causing a lot of this could be a world war. Because this thing, what happened right now, Israel is spreading around um, and we've got to stop it. And there's no leadership. Who's coming out and saying, let's stop all this stuff? Right? Who's, who's saying with Russia and, you know, where they're fighting and Ukraine, why doesn't somebody get in to stop it? Doesn't make right. sense. You know what I'm saying right. uh, it's just, you know, and our country is, you know, uh, is in debt up to the years. And, you know, as a businessman, where are all our people saying, hey, let's stop spending. We can't spend yes, this. Sir. We don't have the money to spend. And, you know, interest rates, I was, you know, your father remembers this probably, 18% interest rates. Well, that causes a recession. Now, a lot of things happen that people don't remember. My dad told me about the Depression. Let's talk about the Depression. If we have a world war, even something that starts to go, you're going to have a depression because what's going to happen is everything is going to get destroyed. And how do you rebuild? You know what I mean? Uh, there's just so much money in this world, you know what I'm saying? And oil prices will go to $120 a barrel. And, you know, right now people are, are struggling. I speak to people around the country, but let's get back to Trump. Mm -hmm. Trump is the man that can settle everything. And thank God we got a speaker finally today from Louisiana, which I think is going to help because he's a guy that came out of nowhere and they got him as the speaker, which means everybody agrees on him. And the good thing is, uh, is that they got him in quick. You know what I mean? So he he's going to take over. 
And hopefully he's conservative and we're going to get some stuff done. Now, Trump, you know, a lot of people tell me, and I know out there, Trump has tremendous support. He has tremendous, tremendous support. Uh, the, the thing is that a lot of these people say, well, we don't like Trump's personality. Well, that makes no sense. Are you voting on personality or are you voting on getting yeah, the country yeah, back? So we know that Biden, what Biden has done, high, high oil prices, high food prices, high rent, high insurance. People understand this and they're switching their allegiance to Trump because they realize that Trump saved our country. And, you know, you will say, well, maybe they'll steal the election. But the point is that it will be so overwhelming that it'll be almost impossible to steal because People are understanding, you know, that unless they're far left, so far to the left that they have no clue what's going on. But the average person understands that. And I just got my bill for uh, prop uh, for insurance went from twelve thousand to twenty five thousand. Now, if a, if an average person gets a bill that was a thousand and now two thousand, you know what's going to happen? Food prices double, oil is high. You know, a person that's on the job and 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 people are not going to be able to pay, and there's going to be less people working. So the government is going to have to support all these people, which revenue is not coming in to even pay our interest rates. So a lot of this stuff is a problem. But, you know, we need the people to get involved to take back the country and save it. So thank you again for having me on. Uh, we'll see you shortly. Hopefully you have a good event down here in Fort Lauderdale or Palm Beach and whatever we can do to help you. Thank you so much. And thank you for everything you're doing. You are really a testimony to the American dream. And so, yeah, you're doing so much to help keep that alive. You know I really appreciate it. Give me one minute. I want to yeah. read you the letter because I think that's very important. Okay. I think this is the most important thing that happened to me in my life because you don't get this every time. And I want to put it up for your viewers to see it and I'll read it to you. Can yeah. you see this? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to read this to you. And yeah, this is yeah. a letter from President Trump for my 81st birthday. Now, this is probably the nicest thing ever happened. He saw me on Bannon. Well, he didn't see me, but Liz Harrington had the program, sent it to him. And for my birthday, he sends me this. We join your family and friends in wishing you a happy 81st birthday. Our nation is strong because of hardworking patriots like you who believe in and defend the great American ideals of faith, family, community, and country first. Your commitment to excellence and dedication to exemplifying the American dream through ingenuity, hard work, and principled leadership is the foundation of your tremendous success and demonstrates the proud spirit of family-owned and operated businesses. As you celebrate this special day, we hope your heart is filled with joy, knowing you have experienced our country's greatest blessings, freedoms, and the affection of your loved ones. Melania and I send our best wishes for your Continued health, happiness, and success. Happy birthday, and may God bless you and your family. Donald Trump. Now, the president sent this, and, you know, I was, like, floored. Because, yeah. you, know, you don't get a letter like this every time in your life. And this is, I'm so proud of it, that if everything I've done is worth this. You know what I mean? And I sent him back some flag shirts for his birthday, because his birthday is Flag Day, and which is June 14th. Mm -hmm. So he sent me back another letter saying thank you very much for this. And this is a wonderful thing that I want everybody in the country to know. President Trump answers most letters that are sent to him. It's, he has many secretaries, but he dictates them. So can you imagine how much time he spends on this and sends people letters? And you know he's had so many people to the White House thanking for what they do. So I hope he gets in. And my dream will be to go up to the White House and meet him personally at the White House. You know, I've met him a lot of times because I've been in the White House, but never in the big room. So hopefully one day that'll happen.
<laughs> yeah, I hope so too for you. Well, thank you so much. And uh, yeah, we'll be in touch soon. But thank you for everything you're doing and have an incredible time. You're going on vacation, right? So enjoy your trip. Thank you. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.